listening to Tea with Tolkien, a podcast for the Hobbit at heart. Happy Holy Week, everybody. Um, This will certainly be a Holy Week to remember, as all of our churches are still closed and we really don't know when we'll be able to return. Spending Holy Week at home has been an odd experience, but I hope it's going as well as possible for you all, and I hope you'll have a beautiful Easter season as well. I wanted to spend some time this week talking about eucatastrophe and how Tolkien refers to the Gospels as the greatest fairy story and the resurrection as the greatest eucatastrophe. If you're unfamiliar with Tolkien's essay on fairy stories, I highly recommend giving it a read. This essay is really, I would say, the most important thing to read if you want to understand how Tolkien viewed his own writings, as well as fairy tales in general and the role that his faith played within all of it. I also apologize for all of the sirens in the background. I feel like they make the pandemic feel a lot more real, and I wish that they would go away, and I hope you all don't mind. In this essay, Tolkien addresses three questions primarily. What are fairy stories? What are their origins? And what is the use of them? It's also in On Fairy Stories that we see the words eucatastrophe, a term coined by Tolkien himself, which we will talk about more in a little bit. So if you weren't sure if this was an essay worth reading, I really hope now you're convinced because it's really one of the most important things to read if you want to learn about Tolkien, other than reading his own stories. I mean, this is his own work too, so you should just like absolutely read it. If you would like to read it, you can find On Fairy Stories in a few different places. First of all, there are a few free PDFs floating around the internet, so you can just Google On Fairy Stories Tolkien and find one of those. But if you would like to purchase a copy in print, you can find it included in Tree and Leaf or The Monsters and the Critics. Both of those are linked in the show notes and you can find them anywhere books are sold pretty much. I wanted to read the first few lines of the essay because I think they set the tone pretty well for the rest of the essay as well as kind of the tone for my own Tolkien studies. He writes, I propose to speak about fairy stories, though I am aware that this is a rash adventure. Fairy is a perilous land, and in it are pitfalls for the unwary and dungeons for the overbold. And overbold I may be accounted. For though I have been a lover of fairy stories since I learned to read, and have at times thought about them, I have not studied them professionally. I have been hardly more than a wandering explorer or trespasser in the land, full of wonder but not of information. If you've been listening to our podcast for a while, I think I may have read this quote in our very first episode because it reflects my own feelings towards reading and studying Tolkien. Uh, as As I'm sure it's been made plain, I am a lover of Tolkien's works, although I haven't quite studied them professionally, and I know maybe a lot of you know more about him than I do. And if you do, that's wonderful. But I'm not here to try and be like the smartest person in the world because obviously I'm not. So after this kind of uh, really brief introduction to On Fairy Stories, I wanted to bring up a question that's come up a lot over the years in Christian circles. I've noticed this more so in evangelical circles, but I think it's something that some Catholics also struggle with, so I thought it was worth bringing up. And the question is, should Christians read fairy tales? To put it plainly, Tolkien answers yes. In On Fairy Stories, he offers a really beautiful explanation and I wanted to share it with you all. So towards the end of this essay, he introduces the word eucatastrophe, which is a term of his own invention. In letter 89, written to his son Christopher, Tolkien writes something which points back to the essay. He writes, 
And all of a sudden, I realized what it was, the very thing that I have been trying to write about and explain in that fairy story essay that I so much wish you had read that I think I shall send it to you. For it, I coined the word eucatastrophe, the sudden happy turn in a story which pierces you with a joy that brings tears, which I argued is the highest function of fairy stories to produce. And I was there led to the view that it produces its peculiar effect because it is a sudden glimpse of truth. Your whole nature chained in material cause and effect, the chain of death, feels a sudden relief as if a major limb out of joint had suddenly snapped back. It perceives, if the story has literary truth on the secondary plane, for which see the essay, that this is indeed how things really do work in the great world for which our nature is made. And I concluded by saying that the resurrection was the greatest catastrophe possible in the greatest fairy story, and produces that essential emotion, Christian joy, which produces tears because it is qualitatively so like sorrow, because it comes from those places where joy and sorrow are at one, reconciled as selfishness and altruism are lost in love. Of course, I do not mean that the Gospels tell what is only a fairy story, but I do mean very strongly that they do tell a fairy story, the greatest. Man, the storyteller, would have to be redeemed in a manner consonant with his nature by a moving story. But since the author of it is the supreme artist and the author of reality, this one was also made to be, to be true on the primary plane. And once again, that is from letter 89, which is just a really powerful and beautiful letter that I highly recommend reading. We then go back to On Fairy Stories, where Tolkien explains that not all fairy tales are created equal, and indeed, not all fantastical stories can really be called fairy tales. At least Tolkien would argue this. He writes, Far more important is the consolation of the happy ending. Almost I would venture to assert that all complete fairy stories must have it. At least I would say that tragedy is the true form of drama, its highest function, but the opposite is true of fairy story. Since we do not appear to possess a word that expresses this opposite, I will call it eucatastrophe. The eucatastrophic tale is the true form of fairy tale and its highest function. He later writes, It is the mark of a good fairy story, of the higher or more complete kind, that however wild its events, however fantastic or terrible the adventures, it can give to child or man that hears it, when the turn comes, a catch of the breath, a beat and lifting of the heart, near to or accompanied by tears, as keen as that given by any form of literary art and having a peculiar quality. Stories that produce this form of joy are good for our souls. All small eucatastrophes in the secondary world will, in the end, point us to or offer us glimpses of the great eucatastrophe. In his poem, Mythopoeia, Tolkien puts forth the argument that myths are not lies, as C.S. Lewis had once argued, but that they reflect in some way the true myth, which is the story of Christ, the greatest fairy story. Joseph Pierce elaborates on this idea in an article titled J.R. Tolkien, Truth and Myth, which I will link to in the show notes. I wanted to share like just a snippet of it. He writes, Building on this philosophy of myth, Tolkien explained to Lewis that the story of Christ was the true myth, at the very heart of history, and at the very root of reality. Whereas the pagan myths were manifestations of God expressing himself through the minds of poets, using the images of their mythopoeia to reveal fragments of his eternal truth, the true myth of Christ was a manifestation of God expressing himself through himself, with himself, and in himself. God, the incarnation, had revealed himself as the ultimate poet who was creating reality, 
the true poem or true myth in his own image. Thus, in a divinely inspired paradox, myth was revealed as the ultimate realism. And, and once again, I really recommend reading that article. I'll link to it in the show notes. Tolkien calls the Gospels a fairy story, a myth, but not just any fairy story and not just any myth. They are the greatest fairy story and the true myth. The truth of Christianity to Tolkien is at the very root of reality, and these higher or complete fairy stories and myths that Tolkien refers to reveal slivers of it, some more and some less. So as we go through this Holy Week towards Good Friday and Easter Sunday, I hope that you will keep this all in mind, and I hope that it will be encouraging and um, inspiring to you in your prayer lives. I look forward to talking with you guys all again soon. And if you are a supporter on Patreon, I have a um, little bonus episode coming for you on Holy Thursday, so look out for that. You should get an email, I think. And if you would like to support us on Patreon, you are more than welcome to. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash Token to see what the deal is with all that. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the day, and I will talk with you all later. Mm-hmm.